thank you for joining us. You're listening to the big podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. This season, we are celebrating women in trade. I'm Leila Gunter, and coming up in this Equality in Trade podcast, we're going to be talking to Amy the Sparky, who runs her own electrical business, but is also smashing it on Instagram and YouTube with videos of her working on the tools and also hosting her own podcast. Amy talks about her route into working as an electrician and how she didn't really feel like it was an option for her when she was younger, but finally decided to retrain after traveling at the age of 28. She knew she would be the only woman on the course, so it took her a while to pluck up the courage. She tells us all about her experience on the course journey afterwards, including the highs and lows and some stereotypes. Amy really is an inspiration. We absolutely love talking to her and know you will love listening to her too. But first, don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to contact us, find out what else we've been up to, you can follow us on our socials. Hi, Amy. (laughs) Hi, are you okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, So, Amy, so we've kind of brought you along because we connected on Clubhouse um, and I listened to your story um, and kind of thought you'd be perfect for this seasons women in trade podcast uh, and I know you've also got experience in doing your own podcast on women in trade yeah. um so we really appreciate having you on the show so thank you ah yeah, um, uh, um so would you like to just introduce yourself a little bit and kind of just tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you've become a sparky uh, well oh god okay so um mm-hmm. I went back to college I'm Amy Barrett um like you said I have my own podcast and YouTube channel it's not a huge channel it's going okay I've just started releasing videos with me actually working on the tools and it's sort of taking off a bit now because that's generally what um what people want to see um yeah like you said I met you guys through Clubhouse I'm quite sort of involved in the social media side of things it started with Instagram um but yeah how I got into it so um I've always wanted to do something sort of hands-on um I've said this before I, I wanted to be a plumber when I was a kid but yeah just sort of I don't know if I sort of grew out of the idea or just sort of forgot about it because I never thought it was an option for me because it's never pushed in schools you know my family didn't push me to do it um you you feel like it's not an option for you as Mm -hmm. a woman as a girl girl to go into something like this so I was just sort of forgot about it I went off did other things um you know I worked in schools um uh, worked in the jewelry quarter for a bit I was just I was quite bored and then yeah when I was 28 I just thought do you know what I'm just gonna do it I'd been traveling for a little while um and I think that's that's well that's definitely what gave me the confidence to do it um yeah because college college at 28 is a, is a scary thought especially in something like this because you know you're going to be the only um woman there so mm-hmm. so yeah 28 I decided to go back to college I did um because of my situation at the time I couldn't do the apprenticeship I just I just couldn't afford it uh, so I did a two-year full-time course level two level three electrical installation uh, so I could work while I was doing it so I had a job with flexible hours which is perfect um and college was college was sort of it was full time but it's sort of two and a half days a week I've attended yeah. normally two days a week and yeah I, I did I did well at college I wouldn't say yeah. I enjoyed it why is that why did you enjoy it <laughs> <work>? <laughs> college, college college was an experience um 
all of the things that I was concerned about uh, going before joining college um, weren't really a problem. So being a being a woman wasn't really an issue. I mean, day one was cringe. It was really awkward, you know, walking in. I was literally there's about two hundred people in this room, uh, like they're doing like a day like introduction day, and uh, I was like the only woman. The literally all the staff were men, and I was ten minutes late as well. So they were already in there, and I literally walked <laughs> in. And I was like, "Hi!" <laughs> but but they were fine. Like my the, my classmates, all of the lads were were absolutely fine with me. And being a being a woman was never really an issue at college. Being older than everybody mm-hmm. else was more actually more of an issue, which I didn't think it would be, but. The, you know the lads used to take the mickey out of me saying that I was old and, and whatever but in like a you know funny like you know banter way we had a re- I had a really good relationship with most of them we used to go on nights out and stuff and I was like the, the mom of the group <laughs> but it was still fun and um, we got on really well so yeah college as a whole it was frustrating more than anything because the college was awful <laughs> like really um. organized you know, I was paying a lot of money to be there and, you know, the most lessons we didn't have a tutor. You know, I attended mm. more lessons where there was no tutor than oh. there was a tutor. It was really frustrating. A lot of it yeah. was um, uh, go on this thing online and complete this course or whatever. And I used to think, well, mm. you could have emailed me this. I could have done it in an hour at home and gone to work for the day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It frustrated me more than anything. Um, and I kept voicing my concerns, but no, no nobody really... Mm. Uh, cared or listened but I found that from talk, talking to a lot of other women um, on my own podcast in different trades not just uh, electrics that they've had the same uh, or similar experiences with colleges unfortunately which is a real shame because it's just mm. could be something else that puts puts women off going into into it yeah definitely but I wouldn't say it was a negative experience you know yeah after the first initial you know two weeks of it being a bit awkward and whatever it was absolutely fine I I didn't have any problems with you know staff or the lads and yeah it was like it was a good laugh sometimes and Uh, yeah yeah. still keeping with a couple of the lads so that's nice yeah 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 that is really positive but also really crazy that you were one in 200 (laughs) I mean like what's that all about like you're right so like you said like earlier because I used to work in a school actually and I worked at a college so I know what the problem is with FE colleges there's just like a lack of funding it's really really rubbish yeah. but and and that, that that's quite common I've seen that across courses before and I, yeah like you said it's gonna be another barrier to stop people from doing what they yeah. want to do but yeah. yeah going back to what you said like so I think like in schools like it is bizarre how uh kind of like we are pushed more towards certain subjects and I think especially probably maybe like you know five six years ago um I don't know if things are changing but yeah what what subjects do you think you were pushed towards back then um like nursing yeah um there was a massive thing like of, of for girls being like going into like care jobs and nursing and stuff mm-hmm. um and I did consider it for a while and then I thought that's just not for me like teaching you know and actually quite a few of my friends ended up being um nurses teachers and a hair or hair and beauty yeah yeah really what girls are pushed pushed into or maybe not even pushed into I think you just it's just a natural thing now isn't it they just that's just what girls do that's what a lot of people think and the the that's the courses that colleges um and schools push you yeah. know it was, it was never even 
a thing at school about a girl going into a trade. It was never spoken about, never. Yeah, I spoke with uh, Rachel from uh, Plumbing by Rach, she's a, um, on Instagram. Um, she was actively discouraged. Mm. Um, she, she always wanted to, she, you know, she wanted to be a plumber. She was really, yeah. really wanted to be a plumber. She did really, really well at school. She's very intelligent. She got really good uh, A-level, A-level results. And she still wanted to be a plumber. And they were actively discouraging her, saying, oh, you're too clever to do that. It was really wrong. Like, yeah. that's what doing. how can you be too clever to do it? Um, yeah, yeah. She's absolutely smashing it um, now. Uh, you know, yeah. she's doing so well. So she definitely made the right decision, um, you know, yeah. for a dream. And her uh, parents were really supportive. So, yeah, and she's yeah, got a sister her. who's just um, coming towards the end of her electrical apprenticeship as well. Oh, amazing! Oh, yeah. that's cool. She's like trailblazing it for the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about you? So, how did you kind of like think? Okay, so you said like initially had a little bit of a taste for plumbing, and then you kind of like <laughs> passed that off. <laughs> uh, where do you think that came from? Because like it isn't every day that a girl thinks, "Oh, I'm going to be a plumber." Oh, it was my granddad. My granddad, uh, plumber. we we were like um, like best mates. We used to do everything together. Um, he he was a plumber. He had his own business, like for as long as I can remember. But yeah, we we were we were always together. You know, we were in the garden together mm. or doing doing stuff together. We used to go fishing together. Um, and yeah, that was just his thing. He he'd always I'd always known that he'd, you know he's a plumber. And when I was a kid, I used to say, "Oh, I'm going to do what Granddad does." And then yeah, just as I got older, I don't know. I don't know if I really if I thought oh, I can't do it because I'm a girl. It was just ne- it, like I said, it just wasn't a thing. So I just yeah yeah just yeah get you your dream is like a you know yeah 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 it all becomes a bit real doesn't it and it's like you've got to earn money in a certain way so so, sorry go on I was just gonna say like as I (laughs) as I got older when I was really thinking about um what what I wanted to do I just yeah I I was just put off from being a being a plumber my granddad had a lot of um back problems and he used to always say it was from work and he used to think oh I don't want that to be be me (laughs) and I was like I can't touch toilets and stuff (laughs) three <laughs> days so I thought plumbing's not for me both of my brothers are electricians um, oh. they did apprenticeships from school so I knew quite a bit about it I used to think it was really interesting and I thought you know what I'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was it that's cool and so kind of like what is it that like you find really interesting about like kind of what your job day to day I guess oh I don't know I just absolutely love my job like every day is different I love that it's physical, like hands-on. I couldn't do a desk job. It, I, I tried and it just didn't suit me. I like that it's a challenge. I'm not going to say it's not. It is a challenge in lots of ways, like physically, you know, mentally, going back to college when you're that bit older mm. and trying to learn all this new stuff, I mm. found quite difficult. Um, yeah. You know, you sort of get to a point where you feel like your brain's full. Um, but, yeah. So that was that was a challenge. And then just little daily challenges like dealing with people, um, dealing with <laughs> dealing with, um, you know, people that maybe don't support you, in a, you know, what you're doing. And yeah. And but then when you're on a job, when you're on like a bigger job with other trades and stuff, I love all like the banter and stuff. It's yeah, it is. It is a really fun job. It's it's a really good. Like every day is different. I just love it. Yeah, it sounds amazing. So you've actually, so currently you said you've got your own business. Is that right? So you, what, what, yeah. what's your experience been like in the, like the electrical world so far? What have you done okay. so far? 
uh, well, I couldn't, when I was at college, I couldn't get a job um, actually working on the tools because I had no experience and it's, it, it is difficult to get into at the beginning. Um, and I was lucky, literally my last week of college, I managed to get a job as an electrician's mate um, with a big local company. So all the work was local. It was brilliant. Uh, I did uh, four McDonald's refurbs with them, right? Yeah. Rewires. Um, that was an experience to go from being in college, just learning those bits that you do on, like you have like a board this big that you're doing everything on, to go into a real life, you know, like to a McDonald's and be like, right, we're going to rewire this. I was like, what is this <laughs> going on? Yeah. I'll be honest, I, I had no clue. My mind was blown by lots of things. And I, I just thought, what have I done? Like, because <laughs> it's so different it's so so different Lo- lots of things are different and um, I was actually talking about this um sorry I'm going off on one now I was talking about this last week I was doing some testing um and I was saying how in college you're taught testing and it almost like you're taking in what you're doing but because it's got no context you you don't I didn't, none of it really sunk in. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, I, although I knew what I was doing, the figures, yeah. didn't, the numbers didn't really mean anything to me. And because everything's on a board in front of you and you, you're just there doing it all, it seemed, you're like, oh, this is quite simple. And then, yeah. then you go to a real life scenario and you're like, what? <laughs> you literally forget <laughs> everything you've done at college. None of it makes sense. And the problem with me is because I've, I've moved around with different companies, everybody, um sort of ends up you know they have their own way of doing things yeah Um, yeah although the tests are the same they have a different order or just a different way so I've learned this of one person this of another person and last week I was really lucky to go and spend a day with a guy called David Savory I said to him look I want to forget everything that I've learned so far and I want you to (laughs) spend a day with you and I want you to tell me the right way or or his you know your way because I'm he's amazing he is amazing he's very intelligent and I just want to learn your way and then I can go off and I'll probably you know do end up doing it my own way but I want to start off knowing the right way yeah I spent literally a day with him and I said to him I've I've learned more off you in a day than two years at college because then you've got the you've got like the context of it do you know what I mean and uh, you know what the numbers are you know what you're looking for yeah Um, and it it was absolutely brilliant um, oh but yeah sorry I went off on one them no, <laughs> no no that's great <laughs> I did that I did McDonald's then I did a bit of um council work like outside lighting jobs um worked in a big school they were changing a school to an academy uh, then I left that company I went on to um do I did about four months on new builds which was actually a really good experience and I'd recommend it to anyone starting out to try and get into new builds because although I wouldn't want to do it for like my the rest of my life because you'd be so bored but I think for perfecting the basics and mm. like in, in an easy way because you're not you've got not got to get floors up and stuff like that it's really good for like learning about what circuits you would put in a house and how you'd run them um and then you know second fixings you know light switches and stuff just the, just even the really basic stuff like fixing boxes level capping cable I just think it's a really really good experience because you just you're just doing the same thing over and over and over yeah um and you you're perfecting that so yeah I did that and then yeah then I came to a a local company here and for about 18 months and I did a lot of domestic and that was really good because they were a really good company 
the lads were really great. Those six of us, uh, they're really supportive, very knowledgeable. Um, yeah, that that was that was good. Then I went to a smart homes company for a little bit. But I just really wanted to just work for myself. I'm much happier um, setting my own schedule, find, finding my own work. But then also I sub, I've got like a close group of people that I sub to. And I just enjoy that more. I like the variety of it. So, so that's yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and so, so how long have you been on your own? Oh, only about a month. Oh, wow. God, oh, that's yeah. so cool. So new. That's amazing. Yeah. Check out designandbuilduk.net and go to the Women in Construction Awards section. On there, you'll be able to nominate any wonderful women, men and companies for one of our upcoming awards for 2023. On there, there's also a section for Women in Construction and Infrastructure Hub, where we're creating a community of women across the construction and infrastructure sector who are going to be passing each other work and inspiring each other. Due to launch in October, so if you just fill out the whitelist details, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining us on the Big Doug podcast in partnership with Design and Builds UK's Women in Construction Awards. Today we've been talking to Amy the Sparky who runs her own electrical business but is also smashing it on Instagram and YouTube with videos of her working on the tools and also hosting her own podcast. Be sure to follow us and Amy on socials and show your support. And you've also kind of like really pushed um, your social media as well. So your Instagram and your YouTube, you like are very modest and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing so well. But you have got like 7,000 views the last time I saw on your most recent video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked this morning, actually, because I've got another video coming out today and it's yeah. on 17,000. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my so God. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really pleased. I started the I started the YouTube channel, the podcast, um, in January, I think, about mid January, yeah. and it was fantastic. So the first twenty episodes, I met some amazing women, and it was, you know, I made some great contacts. I made some awesome friends. You know, I've met people that I now work with. Um, it it was brilliant for me personally. It was it's just become like a hobby to me. You know, yeah. I set up these chats, and although I was only releasing about half an hour on the on the podcast, we'd end up talking for like two, two, three hours, and it was just really nice sharing yeah. experiences and stories and stuff. Yeah, but so it was fantastic on a personal level for me meeting people. But from right near the beginning, I was getting loads of messages from people saying, "Can you do videos of you working on the tools?" And because you know that all the all the big guys out there that are doing it, you know, like Nick Bundy. Um, uh, I can't think now, Artisan, all these guys, David Savory, they're all working, they're doing videos, them working and stuff. And yeah, people love it. So I'll be honest, I've been putting it off because I don't like all the online criticism and trolling. Mm. I find mm. it quite difficult um, because you put stuff out there that you're proud of and it, if it gets slated, you start to doubt yourself and think, well, what is that? Yeah. It's like, why am I getting slated? I'm really proud of that piece of work. I think it's, it's, mm. it's great. And anyway, I, I had a chat with Nick about it and I did a, I did a little video when I was working on one of his jobs and it did quite well. It got over 4,000 views and I thought, right, okay, I'll give it a go. So I borrowed a camera and I did a, a video of when I was on one of my own jobs, I was doing a board change. That must be the one that you've, you've looked at. 
and yeah so it's been out two weeks and it's got 17,000 views it's it's done really well so I did I did record a recording with uh, David last week and that's coming out um today so we'll see <laughs> so cool <laughs> but I've got so much you're always going to get a few negative comments yeah course. but I got so much support so yeah. many positive comments um it was brilliant actually it, it was yeah. really good and I hope that more women sort of find the confidence probably it's probably not even a confidence thing it's probably the timing like it is time consuming doing it but I hope that more women start doing it and you know showing off what what we can do and stuff so yeah 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 we, yeah we need some female role models yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's really positive and it's so inspiring to hear you talk about kind of like your experience and your journey and you know the fact that you were doing so well on social now as well and um, but I know that you said that you have had some negative experiences so yeah. can you just talk to us a little bit about kind of like maybe negative experiences actually on the job and also with social media on the social media side of things I've had you know you you, you put your stuff you put your things online and you've got yeah. to expect that you're going to get stuff yeah you're you know? vulnerable aren't you yeah. yeah yeah and you're putting yourself out there you've got to expect it and I think at the big uh I think at the beginning, when I started my Instagram, I, I was okay. I was like, oh, it's weird, but whatever. And then it started to get to me, and I started to not post pictures of my work. And I was like, but this was the whole point of me setting up my Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah. other people's work. Yeah. Uh, you know, meeting, meeting people and putting my my work out there, you know. Um, so I started posting pictures again. And I do you know, I do have days where I, I get really down. If, he, if I've had loads of negative stuff, I think, oh, why do I do it? But then... Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, there's much more support out there than than the negative stuff. So, yeah, I'm gonna carry. I'm gonna carry on posting it. I've had, um, you know, I block people now. You know, I get people writing just stupid stuff on there that I block. And I've had recently a few comments, not necessarily negative. People saying, "Oh, it's really, really awkward. An awkward thing to talk about." Um, but unlike Nick's videos. I had this, some people saying, oh, she comes into work wearing hair and makeup. Watch out, Mrs. Bundy. I've seen women like her before. And that stuff winds me up more than them being negative about my work. So I'm like, it's got nothing to do with what we're doing here. Like this job, it was a rewire. It's got no, you know, and I, I did the stupid thing on my video where I just said like, I'd get, I get up every morning and I do, I do, I get ready. You know, I don't know if all women, no, all women don't do it, but I do. You know, if on a Sunday I'm only going Tesco, I still get up, yeah. have a shower, I put my yeah. face on and brush my hair. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's <laughs> me. so, yeah. That sort of stuff winds me up because I feel like I've got a really good professional relationship with Nick and Adam. I love working with them. I've met Nick's wife and kids and, you know, she's got no issue. In fact, she's very supportive of women in trades. She's got no issue with me working with Nick. And some mm. of the other guys I work with, like I work with a guy called Ricky from RJ Holmes. He's fantastic. Absolutely love him. Um, brilliant at what he does. He's got a lot of patience. Um, he's got a lot of time for people. Like he's taught me some really good stuff. And his wife's the same. She's so supportive. She'll phone me up when she's seen that I'm getting stuff on social media. She'll phone me up and be like, don't listen to them. Oh. And, you know, there's a lot of support out there from men and women. And it's it's fantastic fantastic i've had a few bits i've had this guy that 
basically like stalked me. I met him on a job. I worked with him for like three days and it got really bad at to involve the police even. Oh, no. um, he was like making videos about me. It got me, it got really out of hand. Like it was, it was a bit mental to be honest. So yeah, I went to the police and let them deal with it and they sorted it. Um, but that's the only like major issue I've had. Yeah. Uh, like day to day on site. Honestly, I don't really have any problems now. At the beginning of my, uh, when I was on those McDonald's, I had an issue with one guy, which was the reason I left in the end, to be honest. Um, he was constantly, just constantly, just giving, giving me, giving me crap and I got sick of it. So like, what, what was he saying to you? Uh, <laughs> he used to, he used to like shout and swear at me. He was only a couple of years older than me. It was always the place was always full of other people. There was all the trades were there at the same time. You don't get long to do these McDonald's. You get about three or four weeks to do a complete refurb. But he used to stand in my face and shout and swear at me, call me an idiot, and say, "Oh, you're so thick." If I used to ask him for something, bear in mind I'd just come out of college. It was my first job, <laughs> like oh on the God. tour. Um, and if I used to say, ask him something like, oh, how do I do this? He used to just swear at me, tell me to F off and say, oh, you've been to college, haven't you? I'll go work it out yourself. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's awful. I used to hide in cupboards. <laughs> my oh. brother. I'd be like, can you help me wire this? I'll send you some photos. I don't know what to do. It was awful. Um, yeah, that, that went on for a little while. And then I had, I had, had enough. The, the company weren't um, weren't supportive at all. Mm. um they just let him get away with it basically mm. yeah it was, it, was really, cool. it was really annoying that they, they it's funny actually they've been in touch with me since so they've seen me on d- different things social media stuff and they've contacted me saying oh, i see you're doing really well do you need any work yeah <laughs> well, like, no thanks <laughs> you know generally 99 percent of the time don't have any problems mm. i think um Good. i think if I was starting out again or to any other girls starting out, I'd say when you say you're starting on a site that you're going to be there a while or any any job really, where there's other trades in or other people, go in strong, like go in tough. Don't show yeah. any signs of weakness. Don't let, you know, there's there's different levels of banter, isn't there? If, you're, if someone says something out of order or something you're uncomfortable with, call them out straight away. Because mm. I've found that if you let start letting people get away with stuff it get it spirals and it can actually yeah come come to a point where you don't want to go to work because you feel yeah that it's sometimes too much you know what I mean so yeah yeah you need to sort of go in tough and don't don't take any rubbish off anyone and I think a lot of men like respect you for that they're like oh okay and then one of the lads then and that's what that's what you want that's what I want I want to go on to a job and I want to be one of the lads yeah yeah that's it yeah well you just want to be on that equal plane don't you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and and so kind of like I, well, I mean you pretty much summarized it for me but like kind of for any woman out there that is possibly kind of thinking should I shouldn't I you know is like on the fence like thinking about even like younger girls as well what would you say to them about kind of like working in trade what would your oh. advice be to them first of all I'd say like do it like I'm not going to lie and say it's all plain sailing. There's no negatives and you're not going to face anything difficult because you are that you're going to face difficulties possibly at college. And, you know, like I said, different sites that you're on, but the, the positives like far outweigh the negatives. I wouldn't change this. I wouldn't change my career now. I absolutely love my job. 
it's definitely worth it. And like I said, if you if you just 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 go in, just go in strong, like be tough, just don't take any crap. And yeah. honestly, it's it's a brilliant job. Oh, amazing. Oh, Amy, thank you so much. <laughs> so um, we'll just end it there. But I just really, really appreciate you being on the podcast this week. Um, and I think you're an inspiration. And I think we're going to see so much more of you. And I want to oh. see you. <laughs> I don't want to see you on YouTube getting your hundred thousand and your millions. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm so crazy. I, w- I did a video last weekend um with Gina from York and Daughter. And we've started doing some bits of work together. She's absolutely fantastic. So good at what she does. She's like 11 years in. She did an apprenticeship with her dad. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant electrician. Um, we <laughs> tried to do a video together. So we recorded this video together on Saturday. And I actually watched the footage last night. And it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> sending her video clips of it. It was awful. I'm not releasing it. It's, it's so, we're so <laughs> And that's what I struggle with. So that's, that's what I've got to try and get past, like, me being really cringe and awkward and yeah yeah, yeah definitely it, it's just a thing that you've got to get used to I suppose but yeah I'm hoping to put you know get more content out there and yeah just, yeah we hope to see it but I think that fact that you actually care and you find it cringe probably makes you so much more endearing and engaging because you're authentic and you're not like oh you know it's all about me kind of thing it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's real you know um but yeah no you're really inspiring so thank you so much (laughs) oh you're very welcome and uh, yeah thank you everybody for listening make sure you tune in for next week's episode oh my gosh it was so wonderful chatting to amy the sparky and hearing her journey if you want to find out what else she's been up to you can follow her at amy the sparky on instagram and youtube Before we go, just a reminder that this pod is part of a series in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards as we celebrate some truly inspirational women in trade. If you want to know who else we've been talking to, then follow and subscribe on your favourite podcast provider and they'll be delivered straight to you. You can also follow us on our socials. But until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.